This show is broadcasting from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. And Calvin's back. I hate that sound so much. I love how you guys all have like music with your stuff, and I'm just like, hey. Well, it's, it's a, it's a holdover. You need to step up your, to... your your personal welcome music. I do. I'm going to write something. I, f- I feel like I should get like the theme song for Shaft for when you come on. <laughs> Who's the man? Shaft. It's just a bad movie. You watch your mouth. But you'd have to just change it to Kelvin or Cal. Throwback to that black exploitation episode yeah. like yep. a year ago, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that was a two-parter. That actually. was a two-parter, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a two-parter because I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. This one will not be as long. Uh, all right. So what are we talking about this week, Cal? So we are talking about uh, Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. and the Montgomery bus boycott this week. Uh, yes. And I apologize for the last episode that I was on. I said Birmingham bus boycott. Like, you did. A, like an idiot. Black people everywhere were just like shaking their head. Birmingham. And like, they were like, black card now. So, <laughs> I'm trying to do us some favors. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, black community. I'm trying so hard. No. Uh, all right. Well, before we get into it, we got to do our shot. All right. Shots. Cheers. Shot, 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 shot. <clears throat> oh, man. Ooh, ew, ew. What did Dave do to me? <laughs> oh, okay, so I just took a shot of some bourbon honey Jaeger. It wasn't good. Oh my God, it was terrible. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you know, it's better than Jaeger. This is worse than Jaeger. <laughs> like, Jaeger's terrible. Oh. Uh, I still got that pineapple. Mm. My tongue is on fire. <laughs> the aftertaste is straight up honey, though. Yeah. That tastes delicious. That is, it, it's good. Um, but that fir- the, the front half of that shot was. God, they have not They have an Evan Williams. They they have an Evan Williams that they keep here. Yep. And uh, normally, uh, the mm. reason why the Evan Williams honey is not here is because I drank the last of it last <laughs> week, and they have not gone on a liquor run. Yeah. I think Dave <laughs> so, was talking about doing that. Today. I apologize. It probably. For that. So I was in the store the other day getting that Evan Williams honey, mm-hmm. and then I saw Ev- Evan Williams cherry. And normally, when you add cherry to liquor or cherry to anything. It tastes like medicine. Yeah, it has a medicine. Yeah, this effect. does not. The, I was like, "Shit, am I in? Am I in Traverse City right now? Because these cherries are the shit." Uh, the uh, snuck Jim, up on me though, because I was drunk as fuck for four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jim Beam uh, Red Stag Black Cherry is really good. Okay. Yeah, I, I really like that. That's Jim Beam does one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't really like. Jim I didn't Beam. know. I didn't know Red Stag was black, was was. It's their it, Red Stag is that is a is there is sub a brand? brand yeah, but it's not on the label, is it? I don't think so. Uh, I don't I know think, if Jim's. Uh, oh well, it, it's definitely in the you know produced and bottled by blah 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 blah. But, okay, yeah, it I don't know if be, it says it right on. Well, the Well, if main it's not label. prominent enough, and Jim Beam doesn't feel like they're getting enough attention, 
they can be a sponsor for this show yes. anytime they want, yes. and we will talk about it all the yes. time. Yes, we do drink a, a plethora of liquors, mostly yes. whiskeys and bourbons, yes. but you know, we throw but in But if a... there was one that wanted us to whore out for them, we would do that. <laughs> right. we, we tried right. to whore out for uh, Bullet. Bullet for Bullet, and right? They tried, they, but, but they did send us glasses. Yeah, they were super what? cool. They sent I, us... I was a guest before they did that. That's some <laughs> bullshit. Where's my glass? <laughs> so we only got three. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Gotcha. I think there's, is there one out in the cabinet out there? I don't think so. I think Trike took one and I took mine. So and you took yours, I thought. I feel like if I yeah. win this host contest you have guys you, you guys have going, I should call Trike and be like, give me that fucking glass, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely get the indictment shot glass. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. Let's okay. Get down to it. All right. The world was nineteen fifty five. <laughs> it was a beautiful, beautiful year. Mostly for white people. <laughs> I feel like I think, you can say that for most, for most years. It was, it was 2018, and it was a beautiful year. Yeah, we're, so we're people. taking a break from white history year, and we're doing yeah, right. Black History Month, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, the last time I was here, uh, we talked about something that had to do with black history, right? Uh, we talked about Brown versus the Board of Education, yes. right? Yes. So there's some overlap here a little bit. Um, but last time I talked about what the world was like like at a particular point in time. And so I just want to start off by talking about what the world was like in 1955. Some of the things that were going on in the year 1955. Uh, the Mickey Mouse Club premiered with Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Aww. And see, that was, like, I had to, anybody can Google this stuff, you know, right, if you want right. fun facts of 1955. I grew up in the 90s with a renewed Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, yeah. Right. One of the guys on there, was his name was Chase. <laughs> He's somebody nobody remembers. But Justin Timberlake and Christina yeah. Aguilera and yeah, Britney, Britney Spears, Spears were yes. all part of the 90s version and yes. early 2000s version of the Mickey Mouse Club. I can sing the whole song, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but either way. Why? Uh, because we, because we like you. M-O-U. We all know it. We all know it, right? It's funny that we all know it uh, because there was a there's a gap in the 80s where people didn't grow up with it. Right. But still everybody knows it. So it became this kind of cultural mainstay. So the Mickey Mouse Club premiered in 1955. Also in 1955, Disneyland opened in California. So keeping with mm -hmm. that theme, Peter Pan broadcast on television. So it came out in 1953. So in the last episode I talked about, 1953, mm, yes. Brown versus Board of Education, Peter Pan came out of the theater, mm -hmm. came out on tele, it premiered on television. In, okay. uh, in uh, 1955, so two years later. Gunsmoke, for you you we you cheesy Western fans. Yes. Gunsmoke. <laughs> Whenever I think Gunsmoke, I think uh, Doc Brown in, uh, in Back to the Future 3, Three? where oh, he yeah. dresses Marty, he's like, this is what they all dress like. <laughs> I seen Gunsmoke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally whitewashed yes. history. Uh, so Gunsmoke and the $64,000 question premiered in 1955. Also, the Guinness Book of World Records comes out making it the world record holder of the first Guinness Book of World Records to come out. <laughs> 1955. <laughs> Talk that about being meta. I know, know, right? That, yeah. that seems like such a, like, we're going we're gonna to bestow this honor upon ourselves. <laughs> I made that joke up, but I yeah. think it's funny. Um, and then also um, the Vietnam conflict begins, right? Uh, which was never said to be a war. We call it the Vietnam War. Policing but, action. Right. Yeah, we, yes, call, we call it the, a war. We, but, we call yeah. it a war, but it was never officially recognized as a war. Right. It was the hippies a, it was called a, it a war. Oh, it was 100% oh, yeah. a war 
but because we lost it, we like still calling it a conflict. Right. <laughs> uh, the Detroit Red Wings uh, win the Stanley Cup for the seventh time in franchise history. Whoa. Right okay. All right. That was not a fact I yeah. had here. Go wings. And they didn't because win it I'm again. Black. Because I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't win it again until 19, uh, 1997. Okay. Now, wow. That's okay. A big gap. So fun fact yeah. about this. So we are podcasting in a in a studio called Podcast Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. And there is a show, the the Red Wings alumni show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And Darren McCarty is one of the he comes alumni on, who yeah, comes a on. A lot, right? yeah. And uh, he may or may not smell like a particular a particular medicinal plant <laughs> that helps cure glaucoma. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, I, I thought he was going to be talking about horrors. Horse <laughs> no, so I, I met him a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeds ago? Yeah. A couple of weeks Indictment. I meant weeks. I said weeds. Um, but that's the alcohol talking. Blame it on the alcohol. So anyway, I was here, and the funny thing is, I was like, ah, this guy is familiar. Yeah. Because the black people, I mean, oh, you b- white people generally think that all black people look alike. <laughs> right? I, not you guys, because you know I look different than other people, because you know me. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, because that's what it takes. You I will. To know I will not give you the benefit of the doubt on other black people. But <laughs> 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 why do you think Denzel and Samuel L. Jackson look the same? Like what? Anyway, uh, so um, so I, I look at I, I look at Darren McCarty is here in the studio, yeah. and I'm like, God, this guy looks familiar. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, Wait a minute. You played for the Red Wings, right? Yeah. He's like, yes. I was like, you're Darren McCarty, right? He's like, yes. I, so I got it right on the first try. Right. Now, fun fact about that. Um, first Red Wings game I ever saw, I had moved up here from North Carolina in 1994. Mm-hmm. Moved up here from North Carolina to Detroit. At that time, the Carolina Hurricanes didn't exist. Okay. So we had no hockey team when I moved up here. So you inherited the Detroit hockey team. Well, here's here, the thing. Obviously. Because I had no concept of hockey, and all I'm, I'm saying it like a southerner. Hockey. 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 Um, I, it comes out more when I'm drunk. <laughs> Pinkies but, up. Um, I, uh, I went to, my friend called me. He's crying. He's like, <laughs> you need to come to this game with me. Another friend of ours bailed. You're my best friend. You need to come with me. The other friend liked hockey. I didn't know anything about hockey. So right. he, invented the other, he, he invited the other friend. Uh, and so I went to the game, and they won. They mm-hmm. won the game. And all of a sudden, boom, 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 all these streamers come down, confetti comes down, and these guys start skating around the ice with this giant silver cup. And I'm like, What's Are you serious? And I'm like, Hey, is this some sort of like regional championship or something? <laughs> and my friend's like, No, this is, this is like, you, you know, Calvin, how you like the NBA championship? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is the NBA championship in the NHL. I was like, oh, shit. For real? Yeah. That's kind of cool. So I had no idea. Yeah. I had no, and I told Darren McCarty this, this story like two weeks ago. <laughs> he was like, do not ever tell that story to someone who loves hockey. <laughs> because my first game, it's my right. first game ever in the whole game. I'm like, so wait a minute. You can take your gloves off and do what? <laughs> yep. Punches in the face? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. And the... Was I still me love using the, the N word. Uh, so. <laughs> I, I still love the uh, Detroit Red Wings, Colorado Avalanche fight, like the bloodbath where there was a big. Oh pool of blood. yeah, wasn't it? Was it uh, Colorado? Or was the the goalies came out right? Yes. Was it Osgood? Chris Osgood versus Raw Patrick Wa- pra- Patrick Patrick 
Wah. <laughs> Wah, yeah. I can't drink anymore. <laughs> All right, and also we should bring this back around from to, hockey yes, to, yes. to our subject. But, so anyway, yes. the, Vietnam, the Vietnam conflict ends. Right. Yep. So that's the, that's the world of 1955, and the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup yes. and didn't do it again until 1997. Yes. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. This is the year I graduated high school. So um, I wanted to set the stage for that. So this is 1955. This is the world Mickey Mouse Club, Guinness Book of World Records comes out, Peter Pan's. Uh, premiering on television, so families are gathering around the boob tube. It's black and white, of course. Um, it, it was the knob television where you mm-hmm. had to get up and change the channel because no, <laughs> no remote, remote. existed. Yeah. yeah, there was a remote. It was called the kids. <laughs> yeah, it was the kids. That's right. Yeah, you also had a remote for garbage yeah. being taken out as well. And uh, dishes. And, yeah, and dishes, which is great. You had no dishwasher, but you had kids. So that's 1955. It was idyllic. It was, uh, who was the guy who painted all the paintings of, of idyllic life in 1955? Norman Rockwell? No, yes. It was Norman Rockwell life yeah. in yes. 1955. Uh, men went to work, women stayed at home. That was the idyllic life. Yeah. So uh, also, but it was not ideal. It was not ideal for, for black people. I mean, two years prior, Brown versus the Board of Education had just been passed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to get things. It's a decade later when that actually uh, comes to fruition. Okay, so here's the thing. So if Brown versus the Board of Education became... If it gave the civil rights movement its Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. it needed a Moses, right? And so that's a, for those of you who are non-religious. Ten Commandments is from the from the Old Testament. If you're a Christian, Torah. If you're Jewish, right? Uh, if you're a Muslim, I don't know. <laughs> so, so either way, so uh, Brown versus uh, if Brown abor- Brown versus the Board of Education gives the civil rights movement its, its Ten Commandments. It needed a Moses. It didn't have a Moses. So. Along comes this woman, and her name is Rosa Parks, right? Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, Rosa Parks was not the Moses that the civil rights movement needed. Um, but she, she, she was, was Moses' wife. But, 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 <laughs> but she, she was Zipporah. There's that, there's that religious education coming yeah. out, right? Uh, by the way, Moses married a black woman. She was a Midianite woman. Mm. And Aaron and, and Miriam chastised him for this and God struck them both with leprosy. So, boom. Boom. God likes black people. Uh, So, uh, anyhow. uh, So, uh, Rosa Parks, if she wasn't the Moses, she was definitely kind of this this voice of one kind of crying in in the wilderness, which is a reference to Moses. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, she was a 43-year-old seamstress. A lot of people don't know her her job. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just know Rosa Parks sat in front of a bus, didn't give up her seat. Her job was she was a seamstress. Mm-hmm. She had just come off a hard day's of work. There were no Dr. Scholl's insoles at that time. so She wasn't gelling? <laughs> you know, she was not gelling. Um, I remember that commercial. That's, yeah. Those are the cheesiest commercials, but I bought some immediately yeah. after that, right? Same thing with, like, the Old Spice commercial. Yeah. Old Spice commercial with uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Mustafa, Mustafa right? Yeah. Isaiah Mustafa. Hello, ladies. Look yeah. at that. Right. Here's the thing about when that commercial came out. I had just bought some other Brand brand of soap and deodorant, and when that came out, I was like, I need to go back to Meyer, which is a which is a Michigan yeah. uh, chain store here. If you're yep. in the West Coast or something, yeah. Mid- Midwest. Uh, I, yeah, I went and totally bought more body soap and more uh, uh, because more deodorant. The because, beauty of advertising, yeah. advertising, right? Mm. Uh, which, look to your left, and now look to your right. Now I'm on a horse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is funny because I always made fun of Homer Simpson. There was a home episode of The Simpsons where Homer Simpson was like. I don't need Duff beer. And there was a Duff beer commercial. like, I need beer. (laughs) (laughs) He goes and gets beer. So that's me. I'm susceptible. Uh, But either way, uh, she's a 43-year-old seamstress. Yep. And she worked in this downtown Montgomery department store. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it's Christmas season. She's tired. She's worked all day. Immediately after work, so she clocks out. She goes Christmas shopping mm-hmm. for her kids in the same department store. Mm-hmm. Imagine Walmart. You've worked at Walmart. You're working at the at the cash out register. Uh, so that means that you're the one person that works at Walmart in the cash out register. Seriously, Walmart, why do you only have one cash register open when you have 40 cash registers? We can't all be self cash, you know, cash out. Anyhow, so uh, that's how it is. That's how it is at Walmart. Have you ever been? Okay, so anyway, so um, so she's at this uh, department store, finishes working, and decides to go shopping for her kids immediately after yep. her shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's tired. She feet hurt. Her feet hurt. Mm-hmm. She gets on the bus to go home. Um, now, now here's the thing about this. Most people think she's worked all day, tired. Guy gets on the bus, says, move. She doesn't move. And that was it. Mm-hmm. The thing about Rosa Parks was this was actually a political move. She was actually very politically involved in the NAACP. She was an activist. Yeah, yep. she was an activist Huge. in her chapter of the NAACP uh, in, uh, in Montgomery. And uh, she had already decided to not move if she was told to move. Right. Well, yeah, right. because she, where she sat on the bus, she knew that if a white person got on the bus, it, she was supposed to give up her seat. Right. So th- right. this is a very calculated move. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's worked her shift, Christmas shops for her kids, which is stressful, right? Uh, Christmas has not changed <laughs> since 1955. <laughs> um, if, if anything, it's become more stressful. Uh, she's... Uh, she gets on the bus. She immediately, she does go to the back. Mm-hmm. She does go to the back, um, and she looks for seats. She finds no seats, uh, and so she moves to the middle of the bus, and she decides, I'm, ne- I'm not going to move if someone gets on. Uh, so the bus moves on from where it picks her up. Mm-hmm. It picks up some more white passengers, and uh, the driver calls out. I'm just going to say the word because I'm black, so I can, I can say it. Right? I don't know if you want to bleep it out. You can if you want. But he says, niggers to the back. Mm-hmm. Niggers move back is actually the, the term mm-hmm. they, they use. Um, Rosa Parks refuses. All right, again, political move. Yep. Active member and 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 double A C P. Whiskey is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and much like uh, the guy in was it Plessy Plessy in yep. in board versus uh, Brown versus Board of Education? Or no, no. Plessy versus Ferguson. Yes, Plessy. There you go. I'm still here. I'm still here, people. Uh, last podcast. Go back and listen to it. So um, much like that, she refuses to move, and she's arrested for not moving. She's arrested for violating Montgomery's transportation laws. Right. Um, she's called to court the next Monday. So again, the court system seems to work very quickly <laughs> back back in the 50s. Um, and But here's the deal. Between... That Friday and that Monday, black protesters uh, have rallied yep. around this, right? They've rallied around this idea, uh, and they, again, she's not the Moses. Right, right. And Well, and this is, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, protesters rallying. You know, now we, people are, like, on top of it. Yes. And back then... No Facebook, yeah, no we didn't Twitter. Have right. So for them to communication, and that's interesting. And I'll talk about that a little bit at the end yeah. because for them to, to for them to gather this quickly is is a feat, right? And, and it's so organizing very very quickly. Um, so she's not the Moses of this event, mm-hmm. and uh, that weekend, protesters, black protesters, 
did meet her 27-year-old pastor. He was a pastor of a church called Dexter Avenue Baptist Church. Um, he was a young minister, He w- and he called for a uh, for a peaceful form of resi- resistance. Resistant. And this 27-year-old pastor calls for a boycott of the buses in Montgomery. This minister's name was Malcolm X. Y'all better reckon. No, no. It was, uh, it was, uh, his name was Martin Luther King Jr. Yep. Right. Uh, now, things about Martin Luther King Jr. We, I mean, we know him. We sell, we've yeah. just, at the time of this recording, we have just passed his uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, his birthday. His birthday, right? Which actually uh, fell on his birthday this year. It did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, good on you. A lot of white people don't know that. It's just yeah. like, day off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I did not have a day off. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't? Oh, jeez. No. Now, when I was My growing up. My company's forward thinking, when, but not that forward thinking. When I was growing up, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. When I was growing up, um, Martin Luther King Day was for black students only. Really? Like it was, yeah, it was just understood. Like if you went to a predominantly white school and you were black, you didn't have to show up. <laughs> and it was not counted against you. Now, thankfully, like right. I, my daughter's biracial. I just asked her, did you have Martin Luther King Day off? She's in a predominantly white community. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yes, we have it off. <laughs> Why wouldn't we have that off? I was like, that's not how it was when I was growing right. up. Right. My, yeah. yeah. my school been. still doesn't have it off. Yeah. Yeah. We also had to walk six miles up yeah. <laughs> uphill to school through the snow. Right. Um, but. Uh, so Martin Luther King Jr. is recognized as this as this leader, and he calls for this boycott of the buses. Now, something, uh, some facts about Martin Luther King. If you don't know them, he was the junior, right? So Martin Luther yep. King Senior was also a pastor. So he was a PK, pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he also organized uh, Martin Luther King Jr. organized a protest prior to this that ended up leading to the creation of a, of Atlanta's first black high school. Mm-hmm. which was known as Booker T. Washington High School. We have talked about Booker T. Yes. Washington on this podcast recently yes. in this month because it's Black History Month, not White History Years. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so uh, Martin Luther King Jr. studied. So he's a pastor. So he studied theology, Yep. Uh, which is study of God. He also studied philosophy. And he got a Ph.D. in systematic theology from Boston University. Um but he was primarily, uh, MLK was inspired by uh, the nonviolent movements and civil disobedience of Henry David Thoreau. And we should do an episode of Henry David Thoreau. If, have you guys done one yet? I don't, I don't uh, think so. No, I would no, love we have to do not. that. He is fa- fascinating. Uh, but then uh, also inspired by the nonviolent movement of Mahatma Gandhi. Mm. Right. Uh, and obviously later on, Martin Luther King Jr. would be assassinated. Nonviolent, his entire life, shot and killed. Yep. Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi, same thing, also assassinated. Yeah. Um, but because he was a Christian minister, uh, Baptist minister, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. used the moral principles of Christianity to shape the civil rights movement. A lot of people don't know that. Most of us think of the civil rights movement as a, as a purely secular movement. Mm-hmm. It was very, very Christian. So he appealed to this idea like, hey, you all believe in Jesus. Maybe you who believe in Jesus shouldn't also agree with black people being shot with Fire hoses and <laughs> right, dogs right. being sicked on, uh, sicked on them. Uh, but he focused on on uh, the the moral principles of Christianity, which included love, forgiveness, humility, faith, hope, yep. community, polygamy, war, pestilence. No, just, okay. <laughs> I was going to say whoa. miracle. Okay, I'm just kidding on that last one. Um, no, um, so so MLK calls for this this boycott, mm-hmm. and the boycott began on December 5th of 1955. It lasted more than a year. Yep. So black people just started 
walking mm-hmm. to work. I'm just going to go out on a limb. We're in Michigan right now recording this. Yep. I will say if it were Birmingham, Michigan, the mm-hmm. boycott would have lasted one week into winter. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it was strategically in, right, in, right. in, in, uh, in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. So Let's uh, be honest. If it was in Birmingham, Michigan, there wouldn't have been a protest. True story. <laughs> true story. Um, so, but this lasted for more than a year. Yep. Black people just walked to work, wouldn't walked or or carpooled. Yep, yep. Uh, and so here's here's how the the problem was uh, for people down there. Montgomery couldn't legally make black people ride the bus. Right. Imagine that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get on the bus. They couldn't. They couldn't make them do it. Right. right. They couldn't force them to do that. Um, but they looked for other ways to retaliate. They absolutely looked for other ways to retaliate. Um, and so. Um, a few ways that they did that, um, Mrs. Uh, Rosa Parks was uh, arrested for failing to pay for her, for her fine because she was fined, right? Yep, for, yep. for you know for being arrested. Uh, Martin Luther King was arrested uh, first for drunk driving. Most hmm. people don't know about that, so he was arrested for drunk driving. That didn't stick, and when that wouldn't stick, they they said that uh, he was arrested for conspiring to organize an illegal boycott. By the way. If you're wondering, boycotts have never been illegal. <laughs> there's, there's no way to, to do that. Uh, isn't that uh, part of your right to protest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, something we don't hear about, though, is insurance companies. So they stopped riding the bus. Yep. If they weren't walking, they were carpooling, right? Yep. So insurance companies were pulled into this. And I don't have the names of all the insurance companies that existed at the time. Yep. But they canceled auto insurance on cars used to circumvent the buses. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like, so insurance companies were complicit. Petty. I know, right? (laughs) Hashtag petty. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so those were all peaceful means of retaliation. Right. right? Not against black people. We we felt it, right? Right, right. But um, when peaceful means failed, uh, they moved to more violent means. So black homes were firebombed. These are the things that we see more in pop culture, movies, things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Mississippi Burning, the movie, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Churches being bombed. Um, Dr. King's house was attacked. If you watch the movie Selma, I believe that help happens in the movie Selma. Um, and then, of course, the KKK, hmm. pretty much at the height of their power at this point. Now they're pretty much just a, a vestige of the power they used to be. Um, they wear cargo shorts and carry Yeah, they buy tiki torches from Walmart. Yeah. Um, and their like names that. all either yeah. Kyle or... You, you realize that you are appropriating another brown culture to, to prove your racism? Because uh, tiki torches are Hawaiian. You, you racists are idiots. But, um, <laughs> well, they're clearly not educated. And yeah, not, it, right. it's, it's all ignorance. Man. So, yeah. but, the, but the KKK, the KKK appears on the scene and they, and they march through the streets of Montgomery. So... Here's the deal. So this makes its way to the Supreme Court. Last episode I was on, we talked about yep. Brown versus Board of Education. That makes its way to the courts as well. Um, but because of, of, again, the last episode I was talking about, Brown has now set a precedent for the court. And this is kind of beginning to roll back that separate but equal, the statutes that, that existed. And so here we are in Montgomery, 1956, and the court orders... Montgomery's bus segregation to end in 1956. And on the morning of December 21st, mm-hmm. so November, <coughs> Supreme Court decision, December mm-hmm. 21st, black people are like, all right, how do we think this is going to go for us? Do we, do we agree with this? Do we, did we get all of our demands? Cool. Supreme Court's on our side. Let's do this. Let's get back on the bus because I've been riding 
in the same car <laughs> with the guy who doesn't shower. <laughs> and I'm tired of the carpool. Yes. yes. So, it's like a Comic-Con yeah. in a car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've never been to a Comic-Con. Do people smell at Comic-Con? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I'm guessing so. Yeah. Okay. It's a thing. All right. All right. So people don't just dress like Batman. They also smell. Like there's burnt, burnt like guano, like, you, like guano. Let's, let's put it this that way: shit. I can walk into a con right now and go like that person's gonna smell. Oh, yeah, no, after you do it for so many years, yeah. it's like you can spot them from a mile away. Yeah. But anyway, okay. sorry, sorry. So, um, so I do need to go get a whiff. <laughs> so, yeah. yep, that's why I don't come to cons. <laughs> Got it out of my system. I was super excited, and then Wonder Woman smelled like piss. <laughs> so, so uh, either way, so the court and. Uh, ordered the end of uh, the segregation. Black people jumped back on the buses at Dece- on December 21st of 1956. Uh, and so so they, this is just one battle, though. This right. is one battle. Uh, this doesn't mean that other buses weren't still segregated. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of uh, created this, this peaceful boycott movement throughout the South for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Lots of peaceful pro- uh, protests uh, went on. And... For for people uh, who weren't protesting, and and we'll just say white people during this time, for mm-hmm. people who were not protesting, if you were not a white ally, you were complicit in this racism. It was annoying. It, race mm-hmm. was why do we? So we're in 2018. I have conversations about race more than I feel like I should have to. Right. But for people mm-hmm. who for people who don't agree with it, white people who don't agree with it, why do you always have to talk about race? All right. Mm-hmm. Those people have everything in common. Yeah. Yeah. With the people in the 1960s yeah. who didn't have anything to worry about about laws against right, right, them right, right, because right. of their race, because right. of their skin, right? And so it was a, why is always everything always about race? Yeah. And so that's what was going on as all that's what was said by people who disagree with these boycotts as they were proliferating uh throughout the South. Right. And so Martin Luther King is kind of shot to notoriety. This is the beginning of Martin Luther King at mm-hmm. this point. Before Letter from a Birmingham Jail, before the I Have a Dream speech, this was when he was first noticed that Montgomery bus boycott is yep. what shot him to uh, to notoriety. Uh, he he to, was the Moses, is what you're saying. Yeah. Notoriety. Yeah, to note. thank you. I got you back, To dude. the non-drunk person. <laughs> right. she's, only, she's only drinking, I'm, spoiler alert, Steph is only drinking half shots because she has to drive home later. Well, and I have a cold, so and she has a she has a cold. But I hear that 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 uh, Jaeger because that, it's that, got honey in it. it that actually, it's I think like it did help. Toddy. I only coughed, I think, like yeah. twice so far this episode, <laughs> instead of like five times. Right, so it actually, right. I think, it is helping. And so is this this cough syrup, <laughs> severe daytime cold and flu relief. So, so we know what I mean. Martin Luther King goes on to become this great leader. That yep. doesn't mean, I mean, here's the thing. Before he shot to prominence, there was a lot of infighting. And there was still a mm-hmm. little bit after he be, he shot to prominence because is what message are we paying attention to? Right. Uh, Ma- How Mal- should we get the message yeah, across? Yeah, Malcolm X was definitely a, um, what do you, what's the word? Uh, a foil mm-hmm. to Martin Luther King Jr. So there's yeah. uh, nonviolent resistance versus by any means necessary. Black right. people should arm themselves against right. a, a violent police force. Um, there was also other uh, civil rights leader like Medgar Evers. There were questions going on about the involvement of black women in the civil rights movement because there were a lot of prominent women within the civil rights movement beyond um, beyond Rosa Parks, right? Right. right. And so, uh, but the, the thing is, so s- that's the beginning of, of Martin Luther King. But a lot of people don't know that Rosa Parks lost her job. 
off of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a threat during Brown versus Board of Education. Those people were, you know, trying to get their kids into, right. into public schools. You a- could lose your job. Any way, any way to stop people from yeah. doing what they right. didn't want yeah. them to do. Hey, you can, you might win this battle and your kid will be in school, but you'll be fucking unemployed. Right. right. And, and how are to, you going to pay for your house and yeah. your kids' yeah. clothes right. and food? So, so that was a deal. In the grand scheme of things, you got seven miles to feed in your family because of the size of family right. back then. Um, is your one kid in this public school worth that for you? Right. Same right. thing with, with this. And so Rosa Parks loses her job, but she does go on to become the living face of, mm-hmm. uh, of the civil rights movement. Right. She right. ends up in the end of her days moving up to Detroit. Yeah. She we have up, a street named after her. We do. Yes. Almost every major uh, city has Yeah, it. Tying but, it know. back to the uh, Stanley Cup win, uh, Mr. Illich, uh, who owned the Detroit Red Wings for a number of years, yep. uh, paid her uh, room and board. Yes, he uh, did. For a month. Yeah, but she, he Here, did pay. For one. Here's he the thing. Did pay. That turned into a myth. Yeah. It turned into a myth that he he it was, yeah. floated her for years. Right, it was years. Well, yeah, no, years. I, but I he never did, heard that. But, but yeah. he did pay... It, like she was sh- going to be short or something one month, and he's just like, oh, I, I got it. It's, yeah, yeah. And so, either way, that's just a nice thing to do yeah, for any yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. we got to help each other out, people. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I, I understand. And, and, I know it's like this big, like for years and yeah, years and no. years. Yeah, and it's not, the, there's, there's there's no, not the white savior. Right. right. There's, there's <laughs> no, I'm not trying to throw shade on Mike Illich. I mean, I love yeah. what he's done for Detroit. What nope. he had done for Detroit. And yeah, all these he's other a things. good guy. Um, but it's it's funny myths kind of proliferate, and we right. know that like George Washington cut down the cherry tree. I cannot tell a drunk. Yeah. I cannot tell a lie. That never happened. Right. I but, cannot but, tell a drunk. I cannot tell a drunk. Did I say that? Did I say I cannot tell a drunk? Um. So I cannot tell a lie. Yeah. But that myth helped with the the growth of the American psyche and so things like that. Right. Right. But but she did live out the rest of her days in uh, in uh, relative obscurity, but she was still kind of the fa- the living right. face mm-hmm. of uh, of the civil rights movement. Yep. And if if I can make a, a few comments on that, so I, I commented on uh, obviously the role of the role of women in civil in the civil rights movement was greatly diminished. And I think that this episode is posting right before you get into the next month. Into we're about Women's women, right? History Month. Yep, yeah, so, we get one month a year right. too. So if, I, so if I, Hispanics as well. So yep. if, I, if I can talk about uh, Rosa Parks, there were a lot of women who were involved in the civil rights movement. Right. And, and as a man, I feel bad because I'm saying that and I also don't know who they were. Right. Other well, than other than Rose Rosa Parks and, and Coretta Scott King, right. who, was, who was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s wife. So, so I implore people to study... Yeah more of the black black women who were involved in the civil rights movement. But then also the civil rights movement didn't necessarily accomplish everything that it wanted right when a, uh, an act was passed, Brown right. versus Board of Education Civil Rights Act of, of 1964. All of, the things, all of those things were important, but there's still a long way, there's still a long way to go. Right, on, absolutely. On that. Yeah. There was something yeah. totally different that I wanted to say, but I'm a few shots in. It's okay. <laughs> Did you want to? Did you want to say like the uh, you know? Oh, we elected a black president. We're so forward thinking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. <laughs> uh, Barack Obama dealt with a lot of shit that he otherwise right. shouldn't have dealt with. Because we're still not. Right. We're still not fully there. I do. I do love that. That's toted out. Like racism was all is over. Because, no. 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 It, it it's just, like it actually probably made things worse. That's why people talking right now. Yeah. No. I, 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 I as a black person, like I just want to say we miss Trump, you, Barack. <laughs> I I that's miss how you, Trump too. got into office. I feel like is because oh, yeah. those idiots. Well, it's be, let's be fair. <laughs> Trump got into office because of rampant social justice warriors. That's uh, really it was. It was, it was a referendum. It was a right. referendum. I mean, there was a. Other issues, notwithstanding, right. there was Tea Party 
I mean, Tea Party takeover yeah. of, of Republicanism. There was a split within that Republicanism gross. that caused an issue. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of people with uh, the whole birther, the birther conspiracy, yeah. all of that. Uh, and then there were also black people, honestly, who felt that Hillary Clinton had said some things when she was first lady talking about super right. predators and things like that. Right, right. So I'm not saying that the whether you're Republican or Democrat, things are not perfect for black right. people either way. Uh, no. And so, but all that to say, God, alcohol. <laughs> fuck you, alcohol. And I love you. I love you and fuck <laughs> and you at the same you. time. Um, but Martin Luther King Jr., of course, shot to prominence because of this, but a lot of people don't know the the intricacies of mm-hmm. uh, what was going on in the civil rights. There was infighting as to who will be the leader of the civil rights movement. Martin mm-hmm. Luther King Jr. was one of many. Malcolm X was one. Uh, Medgar Evers was one. But, oh, here's what I wanted to say. So mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. focused on the Christian principles. Yep. Right? Christian principles. Not Muslim, not Jewish, not Hindu. And that really helped with the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've said on my own show, Leading Questions with Calvin Moore, shameless plug, um, <laughs> is that Black Lives Matter movement is now a big deal, right? Yes. But we are now a, what I would consider, much more of a secular country, right? There's still, oh, we're, we were right. founded on Christian ideals, but we are much more secular, and Black well, Lives Matter yeah. is very, very secular in its approach. Well, I think the world in general is moving right. more towards a secular mindset. They're also leaders. They are leaderless. There's right. not a leader you can, you can point to. And a lot of uh, movements of color today do not pick a particular leader because they like decentralized power, but right. also because they are tired of people of color who are leaders getting shot and killed. Uh, absolutely. Right. So there, there's that. But then there's also not a particular narrative that people... Can, that a movement right. can appeal to. So Martin Luther King Jr., by appealing to Christianity, could go, hey, white people who go to church every Sunday, most segregated hour between you know 11 mm-hmm. and 2 p.m., you know, 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., you believe in Jesus, we believe in Jesus. Right. Do you think Jesus would sick dogs on people and shoot fire hoses mm-hmm. at people and burn crosses on their lawns? Right. I don't think Jesus would do that. He's no, got he me on this not. one, right? Right. right. And so modern movements while seeking to protect black people by being decentralized. We don't mm. want our black leaders shot and killed. Right, right. Um, by not having a particular religious narrative or even cultural narrative to point to. I'll say particularly religious. Religious. Beca- religious. 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 Because that's what Martin Luther <laughs> right. King uh, right, appealed right, right. to. I feel like some of our movements today, whether it be Black Lives Matter or the Me Too movement or whatever yep. have you, um, there's not a shared narrative that can be pointed to, which makes the movements today have to work that much harder. I believe they are valuable. They are absolutely, yes. yeah. the, the two specifically that I mentioned are absolutely valuable because there's so many intersectional realities that right. we have. It is harder. And of course the internet. Yeah. The internet, hey, black people are getting shot by the cops. Yeah, black people are getting shot by the cops. Let's pay attention to that. Let's protest that. Women are being sexually harassed. Yeah, I need to pay attention to that over here now. And so right. people people are right. so uh, distracted. Uh, so you had no internet and you had um, a, a narrative that people could appeal to at the time. And I feel like we don't have that anymore. Right. And so I guess that's our my modern take on things to end this episode, winding down. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we still had some of that. But obviously, Rosa Parks made a calculated move. Martin Luther King Jr. was recognized as her pastor. People mm-hmm. don't know that, that he was her pastor mm-hmm. um, and became the, the civil rights leader uh, of his time. 
And so the uh, the Montgomery, I almost said Birmingham <laughs> bus boycotts. I didn't. Do not ring that fucking bell. <laughs> no, uh, so the Montgomery uh, bus boycott um, was kind of, again, the shot heard around the world right. in terms of protests. I think it was the biggest protest since the Boston Tea Party, honestly. Um, in in my estimation as a, as a novice historian, mm-hmm. it was the shot heard around the world in terms of uh, of boycotts, and it was the shot heard around the world definitely for black people mm-hmm. in terms of, of protests in America. And there's much more I could say, but uh, my feet are numb mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even standing up. He's, he's I am not. relaxing. Yeah, like. yeah. I feel like if I stand up right now, I am going to topple over. Well, uh, so. then I feel like it's a good time to wrap it up. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, MIC... See you real soon. <laughs> K-E-Y. Why? Why? Because I like you. M-O-U-S-E. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Equality for, for E. All right. Anyway, I'm All right. done. All right. <laughs> so it's time. Shit. It is time to pop out the plugs. Uh, all right. I mean, it's always tradition that our guests go first. So, uh, Calvin, you've already shamelessly plugged yourself. Uh, during you might as well the do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm very talented that way. <laughs> um, so, no, uh, I've been on the show before, obviously. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? 7.2 7. 2 tours. Yes, when you were on the show the first time. <laughs> yeah, you can check out uh, our uh, website, 72tours.com, all spelled out. Uh, all in word, all spelled out. Um, we do walking tours, bus tours, strolling suppers. Um, Bar tours, yeah, African American history tours, Jewish history tours, Hispanic history tours—you name it. Uh, we are doing it. Most of the tours that we do are uh, private tours for large companies, but we also do tours for uh, private individuals, and uh, they are all customized. Uh, and then uh, did I say customized twice? I don't no. know. No. Okay. No, Good. Did. I thought I did. I didn't. And then uh, also my show where I am sober because I asked some really hard-hitting questions, which is Leading Questions with Calvin Moore, which is a roundtable podcast that we do every Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. It goes out live, but of course most people listen on on iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, and the Podcast Detroit Network. Uh, We get people to sit across a table from each other who classically disagree with each other because Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook wasn't working out so well for me Mm -hmm. and my (laughs) co-host, so we would rather people sit across from each other. And and Big Dev, you've been on the show. Yes, I have. Uh, What you were on a what show were you on? Uh, Uh, Right, right to die. Right to die. Yeah, it was about assisted suicide. So yeah, it was definitely a controversial show. Yes, yes. Uh, And and Big Uh, Dev. And sometime before this episode comes out, uh, you're actually doing. Speaking of secular America, Mm -hmm. you were actually uh, doing a show on uh, atheism. At, At the time of this recording. That is this upcoming Wednesday. Yes. So it will have been. Uh, I wasn't good at math. Three to four weeks. Yeah, three to four weeks ago at yeah. this point, and uh, all the atheists are going to hell. Anyhow, so no, <laughs> just kidding. You know, yeah. I, I almost <laughs> considered hey, I, asking to be on that show. I don't want to go to hell. No, you should absolutely. I, I don't want to go to hell though. Be on that show. If you can be there Wednesday, you should come. I've accepted my position. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I will accept the consequences. Yeah. No, you know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. So yeah, our show is really good, and the whole premise is getting people who disagree with each other to sit across the table from each other. And at the and more often than not, I mean, I would love for people to say, "Hey, you know what? You've changed my perspective." But more often than not, what we're really working towards is people to sit across from each other, and at the end, still disagree, but say, "You know what? Now I don't think you're an idiot." Right. I, right. Now, now I see you as a human being. You are the person at the other end of my ideas. I am the person at the other end of your ideas. Mm-hmm. We are still 
great people. And then one last plug, my wife and I, every single weekend, if you're in the Detroit area, we open up our home for an event called the Dinner Detroit. Yes. And uh, that's the other thing that came out of the the Trump administration. Um, (laughs) Spoiler alert, my wife and I are fairly liberal, but we have a lot of conservative friends. Calvin's liberal? No way. I don't know if that came out on this episode, but we disagreed (laughs) on a lot of things. But here's the deal. Like, look, I didn't, one of my best friends voted for Trump. And I was like, I do not agree with your vote for Trump, but we both love chili. <laughs> yes. Let's eat some chili. So every Sunday we have a <laughs> we have a themed dinner where we invite friends, family, total strangers, put it out on Eventbrite, mm-hmm. and people sign up and they come over. And we've had a really great experience of having people over and creating dialogue across uh, a shared table. Br- uh, breaking bread together is mm-hmm. the religious term for that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so absolutely love that. So that's a, that's a third thing that I will plug. So um, seven, 7.2 tours, uh, leading questions with Calvin Moore, and the Dinner Detroit. You can find all three of those on Facebook. Uh, and that's it. That's me. That's Beautiful. awesome. Also, Martin Luther King Jr., I miss you. Even though I never met you. Barack Obama, I miss you. I would love to meet you. I also miss Barack. And also Michelle. <laughs> Michelle was so... Cool as fuck. Anyhow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my plug for this week is stephaniemenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. Uh, But seriously, Michelle, if you're listening... (laughs) <laughs> Go to um, stephaniemenard.com for all your stuff. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, for Michelle, Michelle Obama. For Michelle, it would be all of her stuff. Yeah, Menard whatever, needs. whatever Michelle wants, Michelle gets. Um, uh, also, I'll plug my other show on the network, The Way Station. Yes. We talk with indie creators um, from. It was originally just comics, but now mm-hmm. we've moved into like uh, people who do uh, movies, documentaries, um, art, any type mm-hmm. of indie work. Uh, we have on the show, and it's pretty cool, uh, recording you know, every other Saturday um, live from 5 to 7. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. Sweet. Uh, Snake Oil Comics. Uh, History of Bad Ideas. Wait, uh, is Snake Oil Comic releasing that new comic book I heard called Michelle Obama Superhero? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> oh. But that is Racist. a good idea. <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually release comics. Oh. We, we hardly ever talk about it. Oh, we just talk about them. Okay, all right. We hardly right. ever talk Are you going to talk about, about that, that just, new comic that doesn't exist? Yes. They record in a comic shop. Yes. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So it's super Big Bang Theory. Yeah, okay. that's cool. Koi's yeah. Comics. Koi's okay. Comics in Saginaw. Fuck Steve. Okay. <laughs> um, that guy. And uh, uh, his History of Bad Ideas, not a history podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, then until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Dev. And I miss you, Michelle. <laughs>